Hey, 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 this is Evolve WMMA's Invicta 33 Frey vs. Grusander 2 wrap up. If you didn't see the prelims, you missed an awesome pro debut delivered by Chantel Coates, who fought Ashlyn Kleinbeck. Both of it, it was both their pro debut, but Coates came out throwing bombs. And Ashlyn didn't even have a chance to, to even get started because the fight was over in 28 seconds and an Invicta FC uh, record time knockout in 28 seconds. I was like blown away. Uh, Coates must be like, oh my God, can't believe it. I mean, it was an awesome victory for her. She really came out. It was a great debut, pro debut performance. And, and debut performance on Invicta too. So it was really awesome. Uh, these were both hometown hometown girls, um, women that were fighting. And um, I feel bad for Ashlyn. I'm sure that's not how she wanted to come out for her, her pro debut, but she'll just have to get back to the drawing board and, and come back stronger the next time. You know, um, it was an awesome fight though. I, we always love seeing a knockout. It's always a nice surprise to start off the evening that way. So moving on, uh, we have the atom weight uh, fight between Ashley Medina and Anastasia Nikolakakos. Now, pre-fight, you had Julie Kenzie talking about seeing Nikolakakos um, in her pre-fight warm-up, and she was saying how intense it was. So it really kind of made me curious about this woman and how she was shouting during her warm-up, and it was like really, really intense, according to Julie Kenzie. And this is something I'd like to see. You know, maybe they'll show it on video later on. But um, she must have been shouting. You know, doing that warrior spirit really increasing her willpower because man, when she came out, um, this Canadian Nicola Kakas dominated with a ton of pressure the entire fight. I mean, it went two rounds, but in the first round, what really struck me was her ability to cut angles and strike, um, you know, it, it just from, from different angles. And you typically don't see a fighter. Usually, you know, back and forth, you get a little bit of angle cutting. That's, you know, um, higher level, um, you know, fighters doing that. And sometimes you don't even see it with them. But um, she just really was just go, go, go. Um, definitely a fight to, to see if you can get it on, on, fight, um, on Facebook or whatever. Go back and watch it because she, this girl moves. And this is somebody I think you should keep your eye out for because I think she's going she's gonna to skyrocket in the Adam weight division. Um, so anyways, uh, that, that fight went with a lot of cutting angles, some striking, um, you know, Medita was, you know, on her back, you know, most of the fight, um, at one point she, um, uh, Nicola Kakos, you know, she, she almost cinched an arm bar and then, you know, Medina defended by turtling most of the fight and weathered a, a relentless storm of ground and pound delivered by Nicola Kakos. And then, you know, the fight ended in the second round due to, you know, technical knockout due to ground and pound. I mean, it was a really good fight, but it just felt like, you know, Medina just never got, got, got going. She, she just is not fighting at the same pace as, is Anastasia Nicola Kakos, who, who improved her record to 3-0. Awesome fight. Want to see that girl fight again.
Uh, she's just very intense. Like to see her go maybe more rounds and see what else she does. Um, and then we move on uh, to the bantamweight, Sarah Kliska versus Brittany, the bombshell Victoria. And, you know, this fight went back and forth. It was, um, you know, a lot of striking. Um, you know, Kleska, you know, tried, I think it was in the, the second round, she tried to do a, a standing triangle choke, which looked really cool. And it was, I mean, these are hard to get. It was pretty deeply set, but um, somehow Victoria got out of it. And Victoria just, you know, just kept with the relentless boxing punches and striking. And, um, you know, she, she ended up taking, taking the, uh, the fight via unanimous decision, you know, 28, 29, 28. Um, had a, you know, a few things going on. I mean, she had some nice, you know, she had a spinning back fist that looked really nice, but, um, it just wasn't enough to sway the judges and, and, um, Brittany, uh, Victoria came off with a unanimous, unanimous decision. It was a really good fight. Great fight, fun fight to watch. So on to the main card, which was featured on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, we started uh, the, the main card with strawweights Jamie Moyle, a former UFC contender, and Brianna the Bull Van Buren. And if you don't know Brianna, I did have her on my show um, this, this past week. So uh, check that out. It was, I think, episode 48, maybe. Anyways, um, for this fight, Moyle came short. She, uh, she didn't make weight. She was nine pounds over, and apparently the, the commission uh, allowed this fight to take place, uh, where typically I think they, they might not, especially that great of a weight difference. Obviously, Van Buren was cool with it, and she, she still um, wanted the fight, and Basically, in my opinion, she had dominated the entire fight. But in the first round, it was kind of fun to watch. Um, Van Buren dominated the fight with punches and kicks. And Moyle seemed a little bit frustrated, unable to find her range and really to connect with returning strikes. Um, Moyle did catch um, Van Buren's kicks. Like uh, she had some really good teeps or front push kicks. And at one point, uh, she caught Van Buren's uh, front push kick and wouldn't let it go. But, uh, you know, Van Buren adjusted and, and uh, got her to release the leg and followed it up with uh, some returning flurries of punches. Um, and then actually at one point uh, when they were up against the cage, I think, you know, Van Buren probably figured out oh, I'm not going to finish her, but ended up taking... Uh, Moyle down to the ground, kind of picked her up and carried her across the, sta uh, the cage and uh, dropped her, landed some more, you know, punches and stuff. And, and, um, and then, you know, they got back to standing, but, um, you know, she was taunting her a little bit and having some fun, um, you know, kind of giving her that little kind of like wave, come on, bring it on, you know, and, and, and taunting Moyle in, in the first round. And then, you know, continued that going into the second round there was a lot more back and forth uh seemed like moyle woke up a little bit more um in the second round but by the third round and actually caught a, a i think it was in the first round caught a really moyle caught a really good gash like right right above her eye and um 
it wasn't anything that the doctors were going to stop, but, um, you know, it was, it was a good gash and there was, there was blood, you know, by the end of the, the, uh, the third round, uh, you know, they went back and forth. Um, well, just didn't seem to get, get her, get her game going. I really think, uh, you know, Van Buren deserved the unanimous decision improving her record to five and two. And in a post fight interview, she, uh, you know, called out the winner of the co-main event for the strawweight division between, um, Dan, Danielle, uh, Taylor and Montserrat Ruiz. So it was a great fight and, um, glad to see that Brianne, Brianna, the bull took the victory. Uh, tonight, once again, improving her record to five and two. So the next bout was between Adam Waite, Amber Brown, and Alicia Zapatella. Now this fight was really a tough and great fight. There was a lot going on in it. Um, a lot of um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you know, a lot of stand up to the ground. Um, Brown was looking to get back to another title shot and Zapata, you know, just came out really aggressively and just stuck to her like glue, stuck to Brown like glue. Um, you know, this was, she was always closing the gap and she kind of just had this way about where she would go with the momentum of whatever Brown was doing. I mean, the first round they, you know, there was a lot of, uh, they were on the ground a lot, a lot of, um, you know, clinching, there was stand up and then back down to the ground. Second round, a little bit more of the same, a little bit more on the ground, a lot of good jujitsu, a lot of good transitions from, you know, guard to mount to uh, actually to side control. I'm sorry, not mount, but to side control by Zapatella. Um, you know, some attempts for some submissions here and there. Uh, she didn't get that done, but she still looked good and she dominated. She just dominated those rounds. And then in the last round, you know, Brown had to really, you know, force the issue with her stand up. Um, she looked good, but it just wasn't enough for the judges. So, you know, Zapata took, um, took the fight by unanimous decision, improving her record to five and zero. Oh. um, tough fight. Both, you know, both were, you know, really, really good in that fight. I mean, like if you want to watch a Brazilian jiu-jitsu clinic with women fighting and how they maneuver and, and get out of positions and how they defend and, and the offense, uh, really, really great stuff, especially during the second round of that fight. So what's up next? The straw weight bout between Sharon Jacobson versus Kay Hansen. So Kay Hansen took this, you know, took this fight, I think, um, you know, nine days notice. Um, and what was amazing about it is, you know, she was kind of losing the, the entire fight. Um, Jacobson was definitely dominating, but then, you know, in the end, on the verge of defeat, I mean, like it looked like Hansen was gonna lose, and then Jacobson goes to throw this, you know, suplex throw and kind of throws her over, but um, Hansen kind of lands on her belly and, and somehow grabs her arm and and you know gets a layout arm bar and finishes the fight. Jacobson ended up tapping. I mean, like. If I was Jacobson, I'd be kicking myself in the ass this morning. Um, it was a tough loss, um, you know, for, for Jacobson, I'm sure, because she, she dominated the entire fight. And, but it's what makes this sport so great. 
Um, you know, and so amazing is you never know what's going to happen. I mean, nobody saw that coming. Everybody expected Kay Hansen to lose and, and uh, Jacobson to win. And then boom, freaking armbar <laughs> submission in the final seconds of the third round. It was a great fight. Um, Kay Hansen improves her record to four and two. It was an awesome fight. You got to see, you got to watch it. Because uh, you, you just, you can't even believe that she, she bangs that out. It was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So onward to the co-main event between Danielle Taylor and Montserrat Ruiz. Uh, these girls went pretty much, uh, you know, stood and traded most of the fight. I mean, there was a little bit of ground stuff, maybe more so towards the end of the fight. Uh, but, you know, they went back and forth, trading punches, trading kicks. Um, Taylor delivered a flurry of punches and a, a nice takedown at the end of the second round that I think gave her, you know, an edge uh, with the judges. And, and then by the third, you know, the first round, they were kind of, I thought, evenly matched. I don't think there was anything much happening. They were circling around each other, trying to get distance and, and trading punches, trying to connect. And then by the third round, I think that's when, um, you know, Ruiz kind of, you know, looked really good at the end of the fight, but it wasn't enough to, to cinch the, the judge's decision. Um, they gave it, you know, 30, 27, 30, 27 to 29, 28. And they gave, they gave the fight to uh, Taylor, which was, was well-deserved. She definitely, she took the fight and um, she improved her record 10 and four. So now the rematch for the Adam Wade title where Jin Yu Fry is defending once again, well, she's defending now against Mina Grusander, who, you know, if you remember uh, the last fight, um, you know, some people didn't think, you know, Jin deserved it and others did. And, you know, the Grusander, people who like Grusander thought she won the fight. Um, I know I was kind of, you know, in between, I was like, oh, it was a tough, tough, tough fight to decide, you know, if, if you were a judge who, who won it. But when I look back, I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, you know what, Frey did win it. When you start looking at she was more active and everything. So anyways, this turned into quite the grudge match. Uh, some of the pre-fight interview stuff, um, you know, Frey said, which I was actually surprised by. She said if she was in a fire, she wouldn't piss on her. I was like, whoa. And uh, Grusander, uh, she said something to the effect that she had no respect for Frey anymore. And I mean, you know, I think people, when you're training at such high intensity, you, you want respect. And, and um, I think both, both women want respect, whether or not certain things happened or they didn't happen or people's perceptions. Uh, to me, this was still a great fight. In round one, I don't know. Frey came out and and in the first round, nailing Grusanda with a flurry of vicious elbows. Oh my gosh! I was like, yes! It was really nice to see this edginess and and to see the fighters. Yeah, you know what? I'm going for a title, title shot, title bout. 
I'm, I'm making myself look like the champ and I'm letting everybody know that I'm the champ. And that's what Frey was saying. As soon as she came out, she had the attitude, everything. She kind of, people were saying she looked angry, but to me, she just looked fierce, determined, focused. She knew what she wanted. She was going to take it and nobody was going to take it away from her. I wouldn't say she was angry. I would just say she was freaking focused. I love seeing fighters throw, throw elbows. When she was throwing elbows, I was like, yep, you got my attention now. Finally, somebody's throwing elbows doesn't happen that often enough by fighters. I don't know why they don't use them. They're, they're, they're great tools. And uh, especially up, you know, in the clinch. And, and, Frey, and Frey landed them in the clinch up against the fence, you know, when she was spinning out again. So it started out a little bit of the same as the last fight that we're in. But, you know, that whole spin out that Frey does and cuts the angle and doesn't stay on the cage. Well, this time she was like, F you, Mina, I am not staying on the cage with you. And she let her have it with some elbows, some really nasty elbows. Um, this was an aggressive fray I like seeing, and so did the announcers. You know, they, they actually weren't kind of, you know, doing what they did before and sided maybe with one fighter or the other. But anyways, uh, Grossander, to come back, she knocks Jin down with a strike, followed by some scrambling that brings Frey back up, who lands an awesome freaking head kick. I mean, like right here on Grusander. And, and that basically ended the round. I think um, a lot of people, you know, might have been, you know, like on Twitter saying, oh, you know, first round, they, they would have gave it to Grusander because of um, the, the takedown and, and, you know, the striking, but to me, I would have given it to Frey. Um, and just because of the tenacity, you know, she started the round out with those fierce elbows. And even though Grusander kind of, you know, got her down and took her down once or whatever, she came out with that freaking head kick, right? I mean, like, you know, try to do that, you know, when you're in like, you know, heat of the moment and then just snapping one off and connecting. It was, it, was, it was a beautiful shot. So anyways, on to round two. This round reminded me more of their first fight. Grisanda trying to hold Frey up against the fence. But, you know, she would angle out like she usually, you know, usually did. And she throw, but this time she's throwing elbows. And then, um, you know, Jin goes for a double leg takedown. But Grisanda, you know, ends up holding her in a guillotine. So, you know, maybe Grisanda got that round. You know, I, I mean because of the guillotine hold or whatever. I don't know. But um, it was an okay round. Then we go into the third round, and Frey lands a flurry of punches and gets a takedown, landing in Grusander's guard. You know, there's some scrambling. They're back to their feet again. So this, this fight's up and down. It was great. And uh, Frey uh, lets loose again with Grusander, weathering a storm of, of strikes. And, and then... Um, you know, Frey, Grisander weathering a storm, and then she takes Frey down, you know, so there's all this back and forth. And then there's, you know, a little slowdown in the pace, but then somehow Frey gets back to her, you know, feet, and she explodes with another storm, uh, you know, of punches that actually land, where, you know, Mina's punches um, sometimes just didn't look like they were connecting. It's hard to see from a camera angle, but you know, when you're watching from TV, they didn't look like they were all, all that much connecting, even though, um, you know, Jin's, Jin's look like they were. 
they ended up on the ground again and uh, and then uh, back up against the cage uh, with Grusandra on top, uh, getting Frey's back, yet Frey, you know, worked out of Grusandra's mount and the third round ended pretty much that way. So by the fourth round, you know, Frey, Frey is connecting with really strong, sharp jabs that send Grusander's head back, you know, and Grusander, you know, Mina, she, her throws just don't seem to connect. And, and she, she came out of that round with a bloody nose or a bloody lip. I'm not sure which one, but uh, she was all bloodied up. Um, and then in the fifth round, it was them going toe to toe. And then they wound up back on, you know, on the cage and clinch. And once again, you know, Frey, you know, elbows out of it and, and, and then they're standing. And to me, the last 30 seconds, you got to be going to town and, and Frey just, you know, her punches, you know, they, they were landing and they, and, and she was throwing them. She was throwing through you know, the board or whatever, trying to throw them through, through, through Mina. So um, Mina, to me, even in the fourth round, didn't do enough to get the judge's decision um, or even their attention. I mean, in the last few seconds, you know, she's throwing some kicks, but she just never got, you know, really going. She should have unleashed in those last 10 seconds. And, and she really didn't. Um, and she didn't do enough in the third round. She's once again trying to hold um, I mean, in the fourth round, she's trying to hold, you know, Jin up against the cage and, and, you know, that's all good and dandy, but you know, you're not doing anything and you're not doing anything effectively. So, um, you know, I can see why the judges decided with, uh, Jin Yufrey, she, uh, it was, um, the, the judges scored it 48, 47 for Frey. 48-47 for Grusander, and then 48-47 split decision, and it, you know, and it went to, to Jin, but right, rightfully so. Uh, she's still the champ. It was, it was an awesome fight. I loved seeing um, how uh, Jin Yufrey's fierceness and, and her, her, you know, being mean and striking um, through, her punches went through through Grusanda. I mean, she was extending, reaching beyond, and even her kicks, everything was sharp, it was hard, it was strong. Um, it, it, it had willpower behind it. And, and that's the way I would describe it. She had some tremendous willpower behind all of her striking, which I did not see coming from Mina Grusanda, which is a huge difference between, you know, who's gonna take that belt and who's not gonna take the belt. The belt's hers, she deserves it. Um, that's my final analysis of that fight. Anyways, I, I, I love seeing both of them fight again. Hopefully we'll see them again, you know, at some point. But uh, right now, Jin Frey is the remaining and dominant champ for the Adam Waite title. So fight night bonuses, they went to Anastasia Nikolakakos and Chantel Coates. Kay Henson and Alicia Zepatella, rightfully so. Those were great fights. Um, I'm glad to see these girls got the bonuses and um, looking forward to see all these fighters fight again, what they bring to the cage the next time they enter the Invicta cage. And until next time, I hope you like what you heard today. Uh, I'm Shelly Devine. This is Evolve WMMA. You can follow us at facebook.com backslash I love WMMA.